This podcast is brought to you by the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those bulky air purifiers. Take advantage of the Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special at EdenPureDeals.com and use promo code HOWIE3. strap yourself in it's time for the howie car show but what this weather did not provide is a shadow an early spring is on the way oh my god okay it's happening everybody stay calm what's the procedure everyone what's the procedure stay calm live from the matthews brothers studios Easing inflation, rising real pay is uh, finally reaching uh, families and they're, they're, feeling, uh, they're feeling it. Uh, the one thing you didn't mention, Rick, that's on the soft side is hours were down. But that means that weekly earnings were actually down, not up. Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. They have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? Believe it or not, jail. And they said, because there you go to jail. Right to jail. Right away. Oh. Fair play. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome. To the Howie Car Show, if you'd like to join us, the number 844-500-4242, You know, we talk, we talk a lot about uh, the the violence, uh, the the deep state, their uh, the Gestapo's uh, squad, their brown shirts against uh, conservative organizations. It's not just the uh, the lawfare or the uh, politicized DOJ, which led to the sentences against the peaceful protesters in Nashville of 11 years against uh, at, the, at the abortion clinics. There's, all, there's also literal violence. Again, not just civil cases, not just uh, phony baloney criminal cases, but violence against conservatives. One of my favorite websites, I read it every day, is uh, powerlineblog.com, powerlineblog.com. It's uh, run by some uh, some people out of um, Minnesota, basically, and uh, some of them are lawyers, and uh, they just do it. They do a really great job. And they're blogging all day long, and uh, one of them is uh, one of the founders is uh, John Henderocker, and he's a uh, Dartmouth Harvard educated lawyer, and he's been around for a long time. We've had him on the show many times. And uh, he has now been the uh, victim of this uh, this violence by uh, apparently leftists. We read from his uh, blog uh, today. Around 2 a.m., they broke into the building that houses the Center for the American Experiment. That's his organization and two other conservative organizations with which we often collaborate along with many other businesses. The arsonists set two fires. One was on the first floor corridor between American Experiment's office and the space we subleased to take charge, Kendall and uh, Sheila Qualls organization. The second fire was set inside the office of the Upper Midwest Law Center on whose board I serve. And there's a photo at powerlineblog.com if you want to see the terrible damage that was done here. On the, this was a terror. This was a terrorist attack. This is what domestic terrorism really looks like. This isn't Jussie Smollett. This is real damage. 
So joining us now on the line to talk about what's happened uh, to, uh, to, to him and his organization is uh, John Hinderocker. I'm so sorry to hear what happened, uh, John. What's the latest? Uh, is, is the investigation turning up any suspects? Not yet, Howie. Um, It was obvious from the beginning that this was arson, and so the local police immediately called in the FBI and the the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. And so ATF, they split the investigation. ATF has been doing the fire investigation per se, assembling the physical evidence that it was arson and so forth. The FBI has been in charge of trying to catch the culprits. So I have been uh, cooperating closely with the FBI to try to identify uh, groups that might might potentially be involved. So far, there are no specific suspects. I've got categories of leftists, you know, that that I think could very well have it in for my organization, but we have not yet uh, uh, got to the level of. No, no one's taken credit suspects. for it like they sometimes do in these situations. Yeah, no one is taking credit. I'll tell you the the best hope we've got, how we've actually catching these guys, is that. You really can't get to our office except by driving down a frontage road that's next to a kind of a major highway. It's just the only way in. And there are cameras, the FBI tells me, on that frontage road. What I don't know yet is whether those cameras were able to get license plate numbers. But, you know, this is 2 o'clock in the morning, and there's not going to be more than a couple of cars driving down that road. So if the cameras were able to get license plate numbers, then I think we've got a real shot at identifying the culprits. The other thing we're going to do is we're going to offer a reward. I'm raising money toward that, but I think in the next week or so we'll put out there maybe a $20,000 reward for information, and that might help too. I, I hope the cameras uh, don't didn't malfunction like they did outside the DNC and RNC headquarters on January 5th and 6th when those pipe bombs were uh, planted. You know? Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I, I don't know, Howie. I don't know. I'll so, tell you one thing, though, Howie. You know, we all get attacked on Twitter every day or whatever. You know right, what I mean? Right. But I'll tell you, when they actually firebomb your office, it's, it's, it's very different. It's, it's like Kristallnacht, isn't it? I mean, this is, this is like something out of, uh, out, of, out of a totalitarian dictatorship. And they accuse us of being the Nazis. Yeah, it's all. They always accuse us of the things that they're the ones that actually do. Yeah. Now, what about this? Uh, there, there's a the, in in Minnesota. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's kind of humorous in a way. They call the Democrat Party the DFL, the Democrat Farmer Labor Party. There's there's few, very few laborers in the DFL, and even fewer <laughs> farmers. And there are no farmers left, and very few laborers. <laughs> but but there's a there there is a DFL party, and, and and there's been at least one DFL state rep who's been laughing about this on, on uh, social media, isn't there? Yeah, he posted something on social media. Ha ha ha! It was a it was a meme from the office uh, where Dwight Schrute is saying Ryan started the fire. I think that's what it is. And then he had some jocular comment, you know. And he took some abuse for that and deleted his deleted the tweet. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I will say though, I haven't even seen this yet. But I just saw something to the effect that our governor has expressed uh, sympathy or disapproval of the arson. So, I guess there's that. 
Well, you guys have been pretty tough on Waltz, as, as well he deserves. But uh, still, I guess it's it's better late than never. So has the Minneapolis, speaking of all the rounding up all the usual left-wing suspects in, uh, in the Gopher State, has the Minneapolis Star Tribune uh, weighed in with a uh, angry editorial? <laughs> no. Well, they have, at least as of this afternoon, they have weighed in with the news story. So oh. they waited until everybody else knew all about it, that it, it had been on television news and whatnot, around the country, by the way. You know, it's, it, there's been a lot of national interest in this story. But finally, belatedly this afternoon, the Star Tribune finally put up kind of a pro forma news story that did, that did at least quote me. What a pitiful newspaper. There's so many pitiful newspapers, but that's the the Star Tribune is, is right up there with them. So you, I want to ask you, as long as I got you here, uh, John, I want to ask you about the uh, the, the Michael Mann, uh, uh, Mark Stein trial. You you actually uh, sat in on that trial for for a little while this week, didn't you, or last week? Yeah, I, yeah. You can watch it online. The court makes that available. I and when I've had time over the last couple of weeks, I've tuned in, seen portions of it, and then I spent Tuesday through Thursday of this week in D.C. I did some other things too, but most of the time I did spend it observing that trial and. Mark is an old friend, you know, and so I was glad to be there to uh, to support him. But I'll tell you, it was it was very interesting to see. Boy, you talk about lawfare! They they've dragged Mark Stein through the uh, through the ringer for what ten years? Twelve. Twelve, Twelve years. years. And and one of the things, and Mark's health has failed. He's had three heart attacks in the last year. He's in a wheelchair now, you know. And I I sincerely believe that this legal twelve year long legal morass has has contributed to that. One of the things that came out in the trial is that Michael, this, this case has not cost Michael Mann a penny. Not a penny. That, He's that's got three law firms ugh. working for him. Maybe they're all on a contingent fee, but I doubt it. I think more likely he's got a sugar brother like, uh, like Hunter Biden who's paying all the bills. Mark told me how much it's cost him. I won't repeat the number, but, you know. It's just, Everything. I think everybody kind of gasped in the courtroom when one man was asked the question and testified, no, he hasn't spent any money at all. Wow. And I, and I read somewhere, I didn't know this, but uh, there, there was another guy that uh, this, this guy, Michael Mann, uh, this, uh, this climatologist, has, uh, has, has sued. He was from, and he said that uh, he, he, Mann was at Penn State and he really belonged in Penn, P-E-N State. And he, and he <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a joke. You know, like like Trump talking about the Russians turning over the Hillary Clinton emails, and he sued him, and the guy, the guy died. I mean, he just he basically ruined his life too. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that Mark that Mark and Mark is, is pro se in this case, by the way, he's co-defended Rand Simberg, has good lawyers, and then Mark is pro se, and you know, yeah. he's his usual irrepressible self. Right, like what he did to Markey so at, that, at that hearing. Statement that I think is a powerful theme is that Michael Mann is a guy who loves to dish it out, but he can't take it. And this is something that's come out of the trial. Mann smears other people all the time. He attacks them viciously. There's an email where he was passing on a sexual rumor about Judith Curry, who's a famous climate scientist who happens to disagree with Michael Mann. So what does he do? He, he smears her in this misogynistic way, you know. And, and so if, if you cross Michael Mann, you know, he'll insult you, call you names, make up rumors about you, and, and so on. But, boy, if you disagree with, with him, whammo, you know, you're in court. 
Jeez. Well, if you talk to Mark Stein, tell him uh, we're we're behind him 100. percent We hope he we hope he prevails. How how soon before we might get a verdict? Uh, let's see. I'm not sure of the exact timing, but I think by uh, by the end of next week, maybe. All right. Okay. So, wait, if people want to help out, uh, help out the uh, Center for American, the American Experiment, or or just uh, check out the uh, the stories about this uh, this crime uh, against you and your organization, where can they go? Yeah, go to AmericanExperiment.org, and if you think that any organization that gets firebombed by the left is worth supporting, <laughs> if you go to our website, AmericanExperiment.org, there's a red button that says Donate, and feel free to hit that and, and, and contribute a few bucks. We could really use it. It really is an endorsement, you know, when you get right down. I mean, I know it's horrible, but it's, it, on the other hand, it is an endorsement. If they hate you that much, you must be doing something right. You know, we've got a staff of 22 in that in that office, or that former office, and I, I would say the universal reaction in our staff has been, well, let's roll up our sleeves and redouble our efforts. Obviously, we're doing something right. Okay, John. John Heinderocker, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and always check out uh, powerlineblog.com. They always have great stuff on the, uh, on the, on the site. Thanks, John. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Wait, that's not true. The way to a man's heart is through his pillow. Get your loved one something special from my pillow for Valentine's Day. There's a sweetest candy deal for you right now with my pillow's incredible Giza Dream bed sheets for as little as $29.98. A set of pillowcases only $9.98 and a my pillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. Get duvets. Quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Don't let love hurt. Get your loved one, get your loved one the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets today by going to MyPillow.com or by calling 800-658-4965, code Howie. Don't just take my word for it. If you don't love it, you can always return it with MyPillow's 60-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-658-4965 or go to MyPillow.com and don't forget to use the code Howie. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. We'll be right back. He's... Howie Carr. Texter says, and he's, I think he's right, that you should also check out uh, Stein online, S-T-E-Y-N online.com, and uh, try to help him out if you can, too. He's a, he's a really funny bastard, a great writer, and, uh, you know, he was he was uh, Rush Limbaugh's best villain, in my opinion. I would have uh, been pleased if he had gotten the job after uh, L. Rushbo's uh, untimely demise a few years back, but it was not to be. So we can uh, we can at least root for him in his uh, lawsuit. He's being sued by this Michael Mann hockey stick person. That's uh, the you, you don't even have to. I, I I'm not even going to bother to explain what the hockey stick is all about. It's it's his analysis of global warming. I'll leave it at that. Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. 
If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1-844-A-PERFECT-SMILE or visit perfectsmiles.com. Taylor, what the, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is what's the craziest thing your elders ever told you? Groundhogs can predict the weather. Crossed eyes can get stuck. You'll drown if you swim after eating. Santa brings bad kids lumps of coal and switches. You'll go blind if you, you know, and cheaters never prosper. I am going to vote for cheaters never prosper. 25% say cheaters never prosper. 35% say you'll drown if you swim after eating. And tied for third place at 14%, you'll go blind if you blank and crossed eyes can get stuck. You know, cheaters never prosper. You you kind of instinctively know that's not right, but I always wanted to believe it. I wanted to. I, it was a suspension of disbelief until Bill Clinton became president. Then I realized, why, why am I even clinging to this, this myth? 844-500-4242. Mr. Garcia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. Garcia. Uh, I want to ask you a question, uh, two questions. Do it illegal beat the police officer? The police officer cannot sue the, the city of New York, allow them out? You know what I mean? Uh, how, I, I mean, how, how is he? I mean, the city of New York is going to say, we didn't do this. Sue, sue Governor Abbott. And then Governor Abbott in Texas is going to say, I didn't do this. Sue Brandon. And then Brandon is going to, you know, drag his feet. They, you know, you know how long it takes to sue the federal government. They, you, you know, the old saying, Mr. Garcia, it applies in Newark, New Jersey, as much as it does anywhere else. You can't sue. You can't fight City Hall. If you can't fight City Hall, you sure can't fight the uh, federal government in, in a lawsuit like that. I mean, the best the best they could do is the guy can go maybe claim that he has, uh, you know, emotional distress, PTSD from being beaten by these illegal aliens. He put up a good fight, too. There were actually there were two of them. You know, there was a there was a patrolman and there was a lieutenant. And these there were but there were six, six, seven, six or seven of them. Six on one is uh, illegal alien fun. And, uh, you know, maybe they could go out on a disability, but I don't, I don't think they want to do that either. I think. I, I don't know. Is it, isn't it ridiculous, uh, Mr. Garcia, that this happens? It's ridiculous. I want to ask you another question. I'm a citizen. I'm a Trump lover. If I did that to the police officer, what the hell going to happen to me? Mr. Garcia, you have the right to remain silent. And then they're going to take you downstairs. And have you, have you ever seen a rubber hose? That's what's going to happen to you. If you're a U.S. citizen, you are going to be taken care of. They're going to like you, as they used to say in Boston, for, for not only for the crime of hitting the uh, police officer and the lieutenant. They're going to like you for a lot of other stuff. It's, it's absurd. How can you not have, have uh, bail for these guys? And especially, you're, you heard John Miller earlier saying, that all of these guys have committed multiple crimes and they have utter contempt for the country that they're that they're living off of and broke into what other country in the world would allow this to happen in i mean the, 
pick your pick your nuttiest European country, and it's not it would this this wouldn't happen. I mean, there would be there would be some kind of pushback. They would at least be locked up, and they just let them go. And the and the district attorney, the, the fat bleep, who's go one of the fat bleeps who's going after Donald Trump. He you know he, he's uh, chased through his car today in Manhattan, saying, "Well, why are these guys out and, out and about?" And he just he just walks. He doesn't feel he has to answer. I mean, even Fannie Willis had to file a uh, a, a response today to the complaints about her and uh, her and her boyfriend and paid him all the money. Alvin Bragg is uh, is above the law, like all the uh, illegal alien gangbangers. Apparently, I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. U.S. military is beginning to bomb targets in Iraq and Syria. As predicted, they waited until the uh, the, the markets closed, so there won't be a, uh, a, a precipitous drop, and the oil prices won't have a precipitous rise. And 603 says, remember when they said Trump would get us into World War III? They said, uh, I think the, what they said was, vote for Trump and uh, we'll be in World War III. I voted for Trump. You voted for Trump. We're in World War III. But not really. They, they gave the Iranians uh, time to, uh, to get out. They, they, they gave them a he- heads up. What kind, what kind of retaliatory operation is this? So they're going to bomb some, they're going to bomb the uh, 2024 version of an aspirin factory that, that Clinton hit when he was trying to avoid uh, being impeached for uh, being sodomized by Monica Lewinsky back in, what, 1998? Same, same thing. Kill a couple of goats. All the all the uh, all the Iranian generals have gotten out. When you know when the Israelis went after the Iranians in uh, Damascus and uh, Beirut, did they did they give them a heads up or did they just blow them up? They actually waited in I think in Beirut until they all got together in one one uh, meeting and then they blew up uh, one floor of a uh, of a of a building and uh, there was very little collateral damage physical or uh, or human they just killed six or seven uh, Shiite terrorists but we're not going to do that because hey Barack Barack loves the Iranians I mean I don't think uh, I don't know that uh, the the Biden crime family has collected any money from the Iranians but they certainly would they certainly have given them enough money with the billions upon billions of dollars you know unfreezing the assets ending sanctions paying for hostages etc etc 844-500-4242 508 Brandon had to wait until the mullahs gave him permission yeah <laughs> I know I know 844-500-4242 meanwhile the Massachusetts state police scandal just got worse despite what they're saying we'll we'll give you we'll get some audio from the uh the colonel colonel Mohan. oh he says, let me be clear, acts of misconduct will not be tolerated. Can I have some laugh track behind that? Let me be clear. <laughs> acts of misconduct will not be tolerated by the Massachusetts State Police. Pardon me for laughing in your face, Colonel. But the, the update today is five Massachusetts State Police troopers and three civilian mechanics obtained fraudulent 
driver's license, uh, CDL licenses among a bribery scheme. State police said their commercial driver's licenses, the CDLs, have been revoked, but that the, uh, that the hack employees are not facing any disciplinary action because they were not aware that the process they obtained their licenses through was fraudulent. Like Sergeant Schultz, they knew nothing. Nothing. 844 Speaking of lies, how about Governor Hochul in New York? She's, she's on the warpath about these illegal aliens beating up the cops and then fleeing on a, uh, on a church bus to California. They, it, they call it a church bus, but you and I are paying for it. The the, uh, the the churches are making making huge amounts of money by uh, bringing these illegal aliens into the country to uh, to destroy the fabric of civilization. Cut number one. Get them all and send them back. You don't you don't touch our police officers. You don't touch anybody. Thank you, everybody. Get them all and send them back. Anyone believe her? Do, do anyone want to raise your hand and say you believe that Kathy Hochul is being truthful? 844-500-4242. This was uh, Speaker, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson uh, talking about, you know, on Fox Business, talking about, uh, talking about what, uh, what Biden could do. He's, of course, he's blaming the, uh, the Republicans. That It's all the Republicans' fault, even though the Democrats control almost all of the government. It's the Republicans' fault. This is uh, Speaker Mike Johnson, cut five. We have to stop this, and it's absolute madness. I gave a big, long speech on the House floor this week. I cannot understand why President Biden would not use his existing executive authority that he has right now to stop this. He won't. In, in, yeah, instead, he said things like, give me the power. Give me oh, this, give, give me, me a that. Yeah. He, he knows that he has the authority. We've documented it for him. I've read to him the law, myself, to the president, read him the provisions of the law and said, Mr. President, please take action. And he said, and, and what's your name again? Who, who are you? 844-500-4242-919. They waited until Iran got their people out, obviously. They, they announced what, what they were going to hit. And then they said, oh, we got to wait till, uh, till the weather is better. I thought we had uh, the, the most advanced technology in the world. Whatever happened to radar? Uh, how come the Israelis didn't have that problem when they uh, the, when the uh, the savages were having their meeting in Beirut, or the one and they they hit the, they hit something in suburban Damascus too, didn't they? Killed a bunch of Iranians. Eight four four. They I guess the weather was clear then for the uh, for the IDF. Eight four four five hundred forty two. It's horrible to think about this. With the the you know the government is so compromised that they that they're not even serious about uh, doing anything about this. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two, John from New York. You're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, John. Howie, the jobs report came out today. I'll be brief. It said it was three hundred fifty thousand, but when you look through the numbers, almost all the jobs created were part time. Actually, full time work fell, and the economists I talked to on the street were were openly mocking the BLS because they said these numbers are horrible. But just to give you an idea, what I did was look a year ago at full-time employment, 
Yeah. There was 130, 132.7 million people working full-time. There's about 400,000 more full-time workers over the last 12 months. So the full-time employment is running like 35,000, 40,000 a month. Almost all these jobs they're creating are, are, are part-time. And then on top of that, you know, Biden's going to be out on Monday since he was busy with his war plans saying, you know, the job market's great. Hours worked, which is, you know, when factories, you know, they don't want to lay right. people off, but they cut hours. Factory work fell, actually, hours work fell two-tenths of a percent. That doesn't sound like a lot. I think the work week dropped from 34.3 to 34.1. That means there's less demand. Whatever it is, there's less of there's less demand for what they were making. Right, right, and that and that that two tenths of a percent. It doesn't sound like much. That's the equivalent to 500,000 jobs. So you know when you sort this all out, the labor market's pretty much ground to a halt, and you're seeing it. You know, a lot of these. That's not what the headlines say in state-run media, John. I know. But a lot of these job layoffs that occurred recently, UPS and others announced they're cutting back. But what happens is the people get severance right away, and they don't really show up on the unemployment lines until the severance runs out because you can't really get severance and, and collect unemployment at the same time. Most states, you have to wait till your severance runs out if you're getting a weekly check. But, you know, the best you can say is the job market's flat to not growing. You, you need about 150,000 full-time jobs to keep things stable and the part-time mm-hmm. jobs just don't do it because most of those people are working multiple jobs well how do they concoct this number that they put out into the headlines well that's a, that's the problem what they do is um there's two there's two surveys there's the household survey that shows no growth where they randomly call people up and say are you working then there's the establishment survey that's the three hundred fifty thousand. the problem is since the pandemic the response rates dropped so less and less people well, they're not in the offices, right? They're spread all over, so they're not right. responding to the survey. So it's essentially, uh, in a way, a made-up number. Um, and, and ADP, which is you probably read about a few days ago, come out. They showed only 100,000 new jobs. Uh, that came out Thursday. That's private sector jobs. So, again, I'm, I'm going with like 30 to 40, 50,000 jobs. If you really look at the full – I don't consider part-time jobs. It's not bad if you work at McDonald's. Don't take it personally, but – I look at when people hire full-time jobs, that's real sign, real, real companies, right. real growth. And know, I, I, also, I also saw that one of the lines that, uh, you know, the Democrat media is not, uh, you know, talking about is that there was a huge number of layoffs last month, correct? Uh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely correct. There was a huge number of layoffs. But what happens is, again, when you get your severance check, uh, if you get it every week, if you get three months severance, you don't really show up on the unemployment until you actually file for the unemployment. So you can't collect severance and unemployment at the same time unless you get a lump sum check when you leave. And a lot of people, what they do is they mail the checks every few weeks. So, you know, essentially it's growing, and, and Zero Hedge has a piece today. You can take a look at it. I don't know how good the data is, but they claim since 2018 all net new jobs have gone to foreigners and none to native-born populations. Wow. Boy, that tell, that really tells you all you need to know. And, and then there's another story uh, about the commercial uh, real estate is is crushing the uh, the uh, banking industry, and it's just it, it, it. This is this is another bad sign for the for the economy going forward. 
Yeah, and you called that when when we last spoke, how you brought it up, and I said it's going to be drug out, and and I guess I sort of was a little bit wrong because New York Community Bank plunged 50% this week. A Japanese bank announced overnight um, that they had huge U.S. real estate losses. It was the 15th largest bank in Japan. That stock went down 20%, and then a Swiss bank, it's either Swiss or Sweden, I think it's Switzerland, they, they announced huge losses in Australia in commercial real estate. So uh, the one thing I would tell you investment-wise, if you own uh, regional bank stocks, you better make sure you know what you own because this New York Community Bank, they, they bailed out one of the banks that failed earlier. Right, the Barney Bank Frank Bank. Yeah, the Barney Frank Bank. And this thing this thing literally plunged 50% this week, and it barely got covered on the news. I mean, you know how the news works. So. Right. Yes, I do. Yeah. And another thing, I you know, I'm not a I'm not an economist, John, but I would say uh, if you're uh, if you're heading home right now, it's probably a good thing to fill up the car with gasoline because I think the prices are going to be going up in the next couple of days, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's not good. And I'll tell you what, the only the only break Biden's gotten with oil prices coming down is the economy in China and Europe are horrible. So we're the only economy left standing. But the more I look at it, I'll tell you what. Today, the stock market rallied, but it's all flowing in, Howie, to a couple of these. They call them Magnificent Seven. Well, a couple of them have blown up since, so we're down to about Fabulous Four. But it's all flowing into Facebook. It's flowing into Amazon and NVIDIA. And, I mean, I hate to say bubble because these companies actually make money. But the rest of the stock market today, a lot of the other stocks went down. So it's my point is the breadth of the stock market is not – you know, when Trump was president, a lot of stuff was going up. Now it's all this speculative tech money, and it can keep going, but it's a risky market. Yeah, I, you know, I've been skeptical of the stocks for stock market equities for a long time, John, but I used to get tempted sometimes by yeah. the news and the headlines. I can resist all such temptations now. <laughs> that is, uh, that's pretty good advice. It's not bad on stocks, but, you know... It, I'm telling you what, I've seen uh, two, 50, 60, 70% declines in the last couple of years. And some of these stocks are, it's weird because like a stock like Exxon was down today. Um, McDonald's was down today. So, oh yeah, yeah, you can do, well, all the money is rushing into, into, into like Facebook's up $80 today, which is a $400 stock. So it's a 20% move. So what happens is these machines that run the trading now, they gravitate towards the winners and then kick the money out of the uh, the stuff that's not going up. Uh, you know, as I said, I like Exxon, I like the oil stocks because they're down 20% from a year ago. And uh, if anything goes wrong in the Middle East, oil is going to go up. John from New York, thank you for uh, checking in with us. Have a, have a good weekend and uh, hope you can top off your tank on uh, wherever you're driving tonight. Thank you. All the best, Winter is the perfect time to visit the Cape. You don't have to fight the crowds, and you can easily get a dinner reservation. Nauset Beach Inn just opened the rooms for this season, and at less than the $200 a night, at less than $200 a night. When I visited the Nauset Beach Inn, I knew it was a truly special, one-of-a-kind place on the Cape. Four acres and only 12 rooms and the sunset Sunrise Cottage. Not only an ocean view from every room, but 100 yards from the ocean front on pristine Nauset Beach. This is the only public lodging on the Cape Cod National Seashore. Hear the surf all day long. Enjoy the 500,000 BTU fire pits lit year-round. 
to enjoy sunsets and early evenings. Why not barbecue on one of the gas grills? There is no better view for lunch, happy hour, or dinner than from the rooms and fire pits at Nosset Beach Inn. The Nosset Beach Inn, two queen-size beds, family-friendly, pet-friendly, great for school vacations that are coming up soon, and an ocean view like no other. A short drive to a vacation far away. Nosset Beach Inn. I'm Howie Carr. Listen to the Howie Carr Show from anywhere. Hey, Jabs, what sorcery is this? Go to HowieCarshow.com and click listen to start streaming Howie live in crystal clear high definition. I'm whispering right in your ear. Buzz, 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 buzz. Howie Carr is back. The demented special counsel, Jack Smith, for that is indeed his name. And like Donald Trump, I wonder what his real name is. Jack Smith, he has been rebuffed in uh, D.C. He wanted to try, have a fast track for the, to try to uh, frame Donald Trump in his kangaroo court on election interference. But it, it's been, it's being slow walked now should be thrown out, but I'll take slow walk. The March 4th trial date on charges of plotting to overturn the results of the 2020 election, it's been dropped from the public calendar of the court in Washington. A sign of what has long been anticipated, that his claim of presidential immunity from criminal prosecution would delay his trial while it remains on appeal. The uh, change did not appear on the official criminal case docket before U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin, born in Jamaica, who has made clear that since Trump filed his appeal on December 7th that all trial deadlines would be suspended while he challenges the case, etc., etc., etc. 844-500-4242. Fannie Willis the uh, speaking of corrupt prosecutors going after Donald Trump admits to having personal relationship with Nathan Wade. This was in a filing today in uh, Georgia. In 2022, this is her her statement. The embattled Fulton County DA, District Attorney Willis, and I developed a personal relationship. Oh, they were seeing a lot of each other. In addition to our professional association and friendship, they started dating. Uh, although District Attorney Willis and Special Prosecutor Wade have been professional associates and friends since 2019, there was no personal relationship between them in November 2021 at the time of Special Prosecutor Wade's appointment. Willis said that while Georgia law doesn't that Georgia law doesn't prohibit relationships between lawyers and said there are at least two relationships among the defendants lawyers. Yeah, but the, the defendants lawyers are not being paid by the public and the defend and some of the defendants lawyers are not paying the other defendants lawyers after they get public money cuz they're not getting any public money. I would say, and and uh, the defendants don't have to get permission from the Fulton County commissioners before they hire uh, the uh, the Lovebirds as their legal counsel. You have to do that in Fulton County under Georgia law. 
Tom, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tom. Howie, you know, what are you going to do about that? Anyway, I was just thinking that this is a great opportunity for the mass GOP. Elections have consequences. There's no sympathy for what's going on in Boston because that's the fruit you picked. Right. I, I, I agree. I, I agree. You have to tell people this is, these are the fruits of a one-party state. You know, I don't think I don't think Charlie Baker would be doing any better job than uh, based on his two terms in office than Mara Healy is. But there's at least a, a small chance he would be. But n- we can't do anything right now. They control every lever of power. <laughs>